0: Okay, okay. What up, what up, what up, what up? What is up, everybody? We're back. We're here. We're queer. And we're hungry. (laughs) No, we're not hungry. We just ate, actually.
1: You did. Welcome back for another episode of Pose for Me Now. Pose for me now. Now. We are your hosts. Go for
0: it. Jabari, LaBeja. Beja. La Beja, la <laughs> the
1: house. And you're here with Venancio, a.k.a. Ven, a.k.a. Valenciaga.
0: Absolutely. And so, yeah, this is Pose for Me Now, mm-hmm. the recap podcast where we're taking a look at the hugely successful FX show Pose, now nice. Emmy-nominated...
1: Emmy-fucking-nominated.
0: Emmy-nominated show, Pose. Okay. Um, and we're going through the episodes, and we're sort of talking about what happens and really examining the themes of the show and the storylines and kind of seeing how that plays off of what's actually happening in Ballroom today and, you know, what's happen- actually happening in our black, beautiful, queer lives.
1: Okay, let's really break this shit down. <laughs>
0: exactly. This is the shit. Um, so for this episode, we're going to be going back through the last three episodes of Pose. Uno dos um, Episode four... Mm. five and six and last night's episode episode six yes um and we're going to be getting deep tissue into what happened
1: i'm here for let's fucking go
0: um well before we get before we get going i guess we um need to Wait, what? I was rushing it. (laughs) Before we get going, we need to give a shout out to our sponsor. Mm. Our lovely sponsor. the uh, The Sicilian wonder from Down Under. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. He's not Australian. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, you could, maybe, Sicily's, like, kind of Down Under, as far as, like, Italy goes. I get
1: what you're saying. Okay. (laughs) I'm here here for it.
0: I'm here for it. But, yes, the lovely and uh, talented Ivan LaBeja has sponsored us. Um, And so, like, let's play his little uh, theme song now, if we can. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think, I think.
1: Who made that sample? I'm always <laughs> gagging at it.
0: Oh uh, wait, the the Ivan Love yes. it That was um
1: Sky. Oh you always Sky love La-
0: yeah, Sky Love Fabulous uh, ballroom DJ.
1: Yeah, shout out to Ivan. Shout out to Sky. Shout out to Rihanna. Shout out to... <laughs> Everybody behind that track, <laughs> <All> honestly. <right.
0: laughs> um, and also, um, uh, let's give a shout out to Sweet Tea Studios where we're recording. Hey. <laughs> Sweet yeah, Tea Studios. Sh- Sweet Studios here in Brooklyn. Okay. Um So, yeah, now now that we're done sucking everybody's dick. Okay. um, (laughs) Not enough dick, though. uh, Sucking the people's
1: dicks who are important. Right. Right. (laughs)
0: Now we can get into, uh, let's uh, start with episode four. Never knew a love like this before. Mm. Um, And so they opened up with a ball scene. Um, They were voguing. It was Laomi and Tati sort of having a battle. They were voguing old way. Laomi gave her signature, her signature, like, spin dip.
1: Um, one second. Oh, Jabari's done. <laughs> See, that's how legendary the spin dip is.
0: Right. It it, it invokes a cough. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and and honestly, one thing in that scene that I just wanted to point out um, right off the bat is yeah. that Pray Tell was saying um, he he sort of said shawam, mm-hmm. um, and that shawam has kind of been a thing, especially with Todrick's song that came out the the other day, saying shablam, shablam or whatever. Um and of course the ballroom community was like in a big uproar. A huge you know uproar about it. Huge uproar guy. about it, you know, um with the stance that it's not called a shablam or That's whatever. Yeah. Okay. Now to that okay, so it isn't called a shablam, right? Right. Um, but I have I I did hear Deshaun uh in, in years back, Deshaun and Jack, I think, had like did call it a shablam. Like I think they were just saying it like offhandedly. They weren't, you know, obviously saying it like Uh, It was actually a thing, Um, Mm. but, you know, they did say it. So I could see where someone like Todrick would hear that, and it's like, if two icons said it, then maybe... I could say it. Right, Um, so, but... Obviously, the girls did not like it, yeah, yeah. and they they consistently have been reading Todrick. Um, <laughs> I
1: think it's dope that, like, how the unity of the scene came together. It was like, ah, oh, we yeah. ain't
0: doing this shit. <laughs> just like, no. 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 Um, um, so, so yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up because I did hear Praetel say shawam, and, I mean, that's a part of commentating, and I think more so, yeah. perhaps back then with commentating, you had those, like, just like, pose, uh-huh, work it, yeah. honey. Yeah. <laughs> shawam <laughs> I, hear sh- I
1: hear shawam definitely but I never heard shablam like yeah like I, I think I hear I've ke- I've heard Kevin J- um, Jay-Z say like shablam and yeah. like ow like, <laughs> right
0: cat, ow! it's like but the thing is also it's who's saying it who's like, saying you know yeah. freaking Kevin Deshaun Jack they could you know say whatever they want they're right. icons you know it's, I don't know if Kevin's an icon
1: is Kevin an icon Kevin Jay-Z is an icon He's in l- their own right 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 <laughs> yeah. and if they aren't icon, somebody better get to agenda yeah. together.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's some council somewhere, like, plotting to deem him.
1: Listening to this now. Yeah. <laughs> They're
0: right, we should do this. <laughs> right. Um, so, anyways. Back to it. Back to it, uh, that ball scene. Um, Candy comes out in that ball scene, and uh, she gives this sort of Madonna-inspired look, and of course she's looking late, because she's not a voguer. She's not Um and, you know, she gets read down. Pray tell is really, really harsh on her. Laying into um, it this time, for sure. Really, really laying into it. But, I mean, that's been, like, a recurring thing throughout the show. Like, you know, just always, like, stopping the show to, like, um, or stopping the ball to, you know, read Candy, um, which is unfortunate. Um, and I always, like, felt bad for her.
1: It's like, why?
0: Right. It's like, yeah. You know, she, she's she got tenacity and she's got spunk, you know. Um, but actually, we, we uh... <laughs> We find out uh, why later, but uh, mm. next scene we go to the hospital yes. um, and basically Blanca and Dr. Kubrak are essentially trying to get uh to take AZT. AZT. Um, uh, the the uh, famous or may- perhaps infamous uh, medication or early medication for uh, HIV and AIDS. The icon. The, the icon. <laughs> A-Z-T. <laughs> the blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> the motherfucking.
1: Crash. <laughs> 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 <Gosh, sublam>. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and of course, pray tell, uh, as with most things, he's very reluctant and, you know, digging his heels in. He's like, I've been on a butter diet, Miss Thing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's gonna butter and mineral oils to flush this from my gut you know I think it's
1: like you know just that. I think that speaks to just like black people in general when it comes mm. to medication we're like no we don't need this yes I just give me some Vicks Vapor Rub
0: right and I'm gonna be fine <laughs> that's <laughs> like, very true God, Miss okay. Thing just prefers her holistic approach. Very
1: much so, <laughs> butter noodle. <Damn. laughs>
0: Fucking crazy, man. Um, then we <laughs> went to a meeting with the uh, MC council. the The MCs, I guess, got together at a diner, that was cute. and they were kind of just like, you know, talking about what's going to be happening with the scene. Right. One of them's like, "Okay, you know, this is our time. How do we capitalize on on you know Madonna and all this stuff? How do we bring in some new categories? Um, the idea of a lip sync category is brought up, mm. and uh, pray Tell doesn't like it pray is kind of a Luddite if you will OD. And, and you know just doesn't like change it seems but it must be a Taurus <laughs> <laughs> um but it's coming from a good place yeah. you know because it, it's about one of the things he said uh is that our greatest asset this community is our onth- is our ath- authenticity. authenticity um you know so he wants the, the scene to stay true to what it is and all that stuff which I can respect um but I guess you know it does evolve and it has evolved it has evolved um
1: it has evolved in its own, in the authenticity of like what ballroom is, which is pretty good. Right, exactly.
0: Okay. That that that's the key. That it's evolved within itself. Right. Um. Growth. But honestly, like just thinking about like. Have there been lips... Like, have there... Were there actually lip sync categories?
1: No, like, there's been... I know there's been, like, face with performance and a lot of, like, uh-huh. queen face. Yeah. Like, they have, like, performed lip syncs. Oh. Like, they lip sync songs, but, like, there hasn't been a lip sync performance category. I low-key wish there was. Really? Yeah. I would definitely pop out. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a moment. <laughs> yeah, It would...
0: Like, I don't... I just, I just don't know. Like, I just feel like, um... Mm. Lip syncing is just so mainstream drag. For sure. For sure. Um, Um, And I just... And regardless of even if the scene like were to have done it by itself it's still just so similar to mainstream Jag mm. and I just like w- personally wouldn't want the scene to get like that close
1: to it yeah I get it and then it's like weird because you know like ballroom came
0: from showgirls you know yeah
1: and then like showgirls used to perform and lip sync so yeah. it's like I don't
0: when, it, it is a very like sticky like gray right. area like oh, where Why are we <laughs> um, but anyways yeah um, so Candy comes out of nowhere while the MCs <clears throat> are are having their little powwow at the diner and um, she uh, as well wants a more performancy category or for a category herself, that yeah. can yeah uh, showcase her performance talents. And you know she just she then violently attacks Pratel uh, with a knife with a butter knife yeah with you. a butter knife from the table. Um, and you know it's like you still you haven't seen the last of me all that stuff.
1: What was that voice you were gonna use for her right
0: there? <laughs> he was that. <laughs> you haven't seen the <laughs>
1: last of me, my pretty. Like, okay.
0: Um, and that's an understatement. Man, as we'll see you For know sure, in, yeah. in the next few episodes um, but then we go to another ball scene um, it's mm. this avant-garde category we see these lovely uh, effects mm. uh, including Genovia in this lovely avant-garde Genovia Chase mm-hmm. get
1: out of my face right
0: get out of my face Genovia Chase <laughs> um, this lovely like birdcage like effect yeah
1: it was gorgeous
0: um, it's giving I Know Why the cage Bird Sings
1: okay as a black <laughs> trans woman I know why yes <laughs> the cage
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. So yeah, she won. I think she won that category, right? Yeah. Yeah, she did. She and won. then
0: Pray Tell was like, "You, how are you going to get the trophy? You can't. Your like arms <laughs> are like <Cage. laughs>
1: right." Lord bless her heart. You um, know she won. Shout out
0: to her. Right. Shout out to Genovia. Right. I wonder if they actually gave her the trophy from the show. That's like
1: the question. I wonder if she get, was she able to keep the cage.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. W- right. W- watch her like uh, come out of the ball like wearing <laughs> <Same>. that.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Run>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep sidetracking. Like we have three episodes together through (laughs) i'm so sorry continue continue yes
0: um okay but then uh it it comes down uh lulu is like candy's missing she's missed her last two shifts at the strip club or whatever and um you know she he uh lulu tells uh was it blanca or electra
1: she tells blanca blanca
0: that um yeah, she's been taking tricks down at the motel to, you know, make some extra money and all this stuff. And so then, um, uh, Blanca, you know, just gets, uh, gets the search party together. Blanca okay. goes with Lulu to the motel. The
1: same night of the ball.
0: The same night. Yeah. They, this, the, they found out at the ball and all that stuff. And they, like, mm-hmm. left from there. And, um, You know, went to the motel to just see if they could find out anything. Um, Blanca leaves her number. Then they go back to the Evangelista house where Blanca, again, is just setting up the search strategy. Getting ready. You know, like...
1: Newspapers, like missing person papers. I want
0: you, Poppy, on the telephone. You know, just everything. Um, And then Lulu... uh, Or Blanca gets a call, right? Yeah, right. Blanca gets a call and then Lulu comes over and then we we then find out uh, what the call was and that, you know, it was that... Uh, Candy was found dead in, in the motel where she was taking the tricks um, in a pretty, like, dramatic and, like, you know, Why? kind of violent, you know, scene, you know, showing uh, Candy's body all bloodied there in the motel. Um, quite disturbing, quite uh, sort of gut-wrenching, honestly.
1: I'm super realistic, man.
0: Yeah, um, and of course, you know, this really just speaks to the, the very real and very true sort of violence that happens against trans women every um, day, Every day, you know, um, the, the numbers or in, in the show, um, Angel says, once they get back to the house, you know, 11 girls have been killed this year, but you know, the, I feel like the numbers at this point in 2019 of trans women, um, that have been killed, you know, are, are, uh, I mean, they're too high, whatever Straday. they are. Yeah
1: we were taught in our last episode, we were talking about, um, trans women being murdered. Right. It's, 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 and it's become, it's becoming normalized. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is what's really scary about the whole aspect of it. Like how it's becoming normalized in our community. Like this is just a norm that
0: happens. Definitely. Um, and obviously, or yeah, the, the death of candy in this show, it mm. was, it was an homage or, or sort of a, a call to Venus Extravaganza's okay. uh, murder. Venus extravaganza, of course, uh, pro, uh, prominently figure or, uh, shown in Paris is burning. Okay. Um, and actually was I guess killed during the filming of Paris is burning um so you know this episode was sort of an homage to that um and then actually um going uh sort of piggybacking on on uh sort of the subject of Candy's death the next day after that episode I was just scrolling through Facebook and I saw a post um that I wanted to read and just sort of get your your response to
1: yes I have not seen this post yet Jabari has made sure that I have not seen
0: it so yeah Um, And so I'll so I'll read it here. Um, It's interesting to see mostly gay men on my timeline talking about how the latest episode of Pose was so good and so real and bringing awareness because every black trans woman I know or have seen online is either triggered, traumatized or feels betrayed. What's the disconnect here? What people need to understand is that a show like this is for our community and we are all well aware of the murders of black trans women. We do not need to keep seeing these media depictions of our sisters' deaths when we hear a new headline every other week. When there's a new viral video of the girls being brutalized every other week. We did not, to see, we did not need to see a black trans woman's corpse in a closet. That was too fucking far, and too many of us have been in these situations or seen it from our sisters to have, a view, to, have to view this shit more. Everything about this episode is triggering and absolutely inappropriate. It feels like uh, they broke an unspoken promise that they wouldn't do this to the girls. Candy Ferocity deserves so much more Pose depicted her in a very stereotypical quote unquote angry black girl uh, way Mm. as well as having people constantly humiliate and belittle her Mm. She got no love from anyone There was no character development and she was used as a joke up until her murder because uh, because then she was used as a lesson for these people This is not how we need to love black trans women We need to show up and love our sisters while they're still here We need to provide and protect while women are still alive. This is not awareness when this violence just regurgitates the girls' real-life experiences back to the community. There's no awareness when they're uh, not unpacking who kills the girls or why. What are we more aware of after this episode? Another issue, Candy's death, is based on the story of Venus Extravaganza. Venus was an Italian-Puerto Rican white woman. Electra and the dead man in the closet story is based off Dorian Corey, which we talked about. Right. Um, who is also a white trans woman. We need to unpack why these stories were told through the darkest characters on the show, who are also most often the bad girls. Unpack the way the lightest characters are supposed to be the innocent uh, faves. Unpack the deep colorism in the way it's written. I understand it's a representation of back in the day, and there were, uh, are, many colorist attitudes in the scene. However, it's the writing and not the character actions that show the colorism. Mm. Their handling of black women on the show is irresponsible and cruel. Pose was supposed to be a light and wonderful representation of the community. It's a historical show. It's groundbreaking. However, it's become too campy, too gimmicky, shameful in ways. Uh, uh, shameful in ways they speak about HIV and just exploitative. The writing this season is trash, and the show feels like it's propelling uh, forward in the timeline in a very confusing way that leaves out important details like the people in the houses actually forming intimate family bonds. Um, while watching season one, I believe Pose would, f- would fail, as in get cancelled, uh, after a second season. However, after this, um, I can see that they have failed us way before their cancellation and in a much worse way. I'm extremely disappointed in Janet Mock and any other trans women that has a say in writing, producing, or directing this show. Feeling this hurt, being triggered by memories of lost friends and sisters, and seeing uh, how many of my black sisters are grieving because of this, I cannot support Pose anymore. I'm off this show entirely after this episode and will never again support any project that Ryan Murphy puts his uh, quote-unquote disgusting white hands on. Mm. period (laughs) period. in post (laughs)
1: parentheses period close parentheses
0: um so yeah that was a lot that was a lot man. first of all (laughs) um and you know i i definitely have some reactions that i mean do do you
1: i definitely agree with like 75 percent of what um this post was about um the part of it being triggering and for it the part about them explaining it that, like, it was too much for them to be seen and, and, and seeing a black trans woman on the floor mm-hmm. is like, and them saying, like, we don't need to see that. Yeah. We definitely do need to see that because there are tons of heterosexual right. people that don't know the severity of what's going on. And in this campy, you know, glamorized show, mm-hmm. they could finally have like a, a piece of what's going on. Right. There's tons, there's tons of gay people who don't even watch *Paris Is Burning*. Right. Who haven't even seen it. So it's giving like I get that it, it can be triggering for some, but at the same time, it's like life is
0: triggering. Right. Period. Yeah. So
1: it's like, you're going to be triggered anywhere you go, so let's trigger everybody else to feel that. Yeah. Know? For sure.
0: Exactly. And and I completely uh, agree with that, and that was sort of one of my initial reactions that, mm-hmm. you know, the show isn't just for, you know, QT, POC people. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think mo- most importantly, it's uh kind of bringing, you know, that life and that experience, you know, to a, a wider audience. Right. Um. And, and so... You know, let's show the whole world. You know, a, again, just a slice, just a piece, just a piece of, of, what, it is, of what of what for it
1: sure. is. I definitely do agree, though. If like there was no there was no dimension to Candy, she was definitely mm-hmm. an angry black woman, right, in the show, and there was no love for her in the show at all. Yeah, and like, um, like not like really speaking about like what happens in the rest of the episode, but in the rest of the episode. You know, there was no history of what Candy went through of growing up. There was yeah. no, like, we just seen her parents and, like, they're, like, five-minute, like, cameo about, like, the life of Candy. And it's like, no, I want to see where she came from. I want to see what she was doing. Yeah. And it is disappointing um, that Janet Mock had a huge point and role in writing this episode. Also, Ryan Murphy, like... You know, we know that Candy, the woman who plays Candy is going to be in the next season of American Horror Story, and mm-hmm. she had to get off of this show very quickly. Yeah, but I know Ryan Murphy knew beforehand that he was going to pick her, so you could have written it a lot better. You sure. Know? So that that is that is really trouble troublesome. So like that those like little points, the one that I said at the beginning, like I don't agree with, but everything else I do agree with. Um, this show is for us, but it is, is but then it is for everyone, and we mm-hmm. are trying to make it for everyone, so it has to be watered down in a degree. Certainly. Um. Yeah. Shit is whack. Shit is <laughs> like this episode really has me fucked up. Also, but not to that degree. Um, yes. Also, Dorian Corey was black.
0: She was just white passing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it so was white passing. <laughs>
1: like. Yeah. And like painted
0: herself. Painted you know? herself
1: lighter. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Definitely had like. Um, ebony features mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. sure um, but yeah outside of all like those like two things I totally support that post and like everything that it stood for
0: um, but we're, we're still gonna watch the show though oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna be on the show next season yeah. fuck
0: what you heard <laughs> yeah oh yeah no <laughs> Mm. Um so moving on with the show Stop um that. we 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 found out that uh Candia is bu- brutally murdered mm. um and then we go to the morgue where uh, Dr. Kubrak and Blanca uh convince the uh the lovely uh, full-figured gay Asian man to uh release uh Candy's body to her ballroom family, essentially. Right,
1: and I do like I do like how in this show they do depict like how nonchalant gays are to trans women. Right. Yeah, they're just like oh, I don't want to help her. Nigga, what?
0: Yeah, seriously. What? <laughs> Come on.
1: Uh, okay, continue. I'm sorry.
0: Oh uh, no, and women. then so the, then we go to the funeral home, um, mm. and, and we have a big chunk of this, this episode that happens in the funeral home. Um, and the the girls come in and see uh, Candy done how the funeral home did her, and uh, they 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 gag basically. She looked crazy. She looked crazy, and so the girls redo her makeup and give her a different wig, um, you know, for for the actual um, for, for for the actual um, wake. wake and all yeah, that stuff yeah, when yeah. everyone comes. Um, then pray gives a eulogy. Um, and, you know, it's, of course, very weird to have Pratel giving this eulogy, you know, After the person, reading for right, years, right, reading her for years, all the time, beating her down, Pratel gives the eulogy and, you know, says flat out, you know, he, she and I didn't um, see eye to eye, um, but that was still my sister. Yeah. Um, family And family doesn't always get along. Very accurate. A, very accurate, and you know that that sentiment, that theme, really is just resonates so much with you know. I feel like my kind of ballroom life and the the uh, sort of ballroom happenings of the houses that I'm in, Kiki House and uh, mainstream houses. That there are disagreements in houses. People leave. People get mad at each other. But at the end of the day, we are all still family.
1: For real.
0: Um, then they go uh, go ahead and have a moment of silence. And, uh, in that moment of silence, we sort of begin to, I feel like this is the point at which this show pose, um, starts to take this kind of like, we start to get a little bit more artistic with mm. the sort of like playing out of the show and, you know, uh, candy comes back to life basically, or, right. uh, there's sort of a, um,
1: her even, spirit. yeah,
0: her spirit or, or, you know, she just comes and speaks with, uh, a lot of the characters of the show. And I'm kind of glad really that, um, they are taking that sort of route and that it's becoming more than just a show about ballroom. Mm. And it's starting to be a show about ballroom that has like these characters that have their stories and all that stuff. So it's, it's starting to develop a little bit more, which I'm glad. Um, and honestly, I was getting, uh, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but I was getting Stranger Things, like, the background synths, yeah. like, when Candy, I was getting, like, Stranger Things, like, vibes.
1: Wait. <laughs> and this, this is around when Stranger Things, like, really dropped. The season of Stranger Things, the new Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, season, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So you were really, you're really feeling the synthesizer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was na, like, na, dun, na, na.
0: yeah, exactly. It was like giving that. Um, and so yeah, uh Candy comes back and sort of mm-hmm. has these conversations with uh several of the the characters, Pray Tell being one, Angel, Lulu, as well as Candy's parents.
1: Right. Blanca humming with her and singing hymns or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um so with Praetel, you know, yeah. she addresses Prey and is sort of like, Why or uh, Candy's like, Why did you always give me shit? Basically, right. why did you always do this to me? Um and Prey says, um, you know, you're unapologetic, loud, black, and femme. All mm. the things I try to hide about myself when I go into the real world. Right. Um, so, you know, it was that, uh, you know, Pray kind of envied uh, her courage to just be so unapologetic. Right. Um, that, you know, which was, was one of the, the main reason that he gave uh, her such shit. I
1: thought that was beautiful because... I- right I, re- I remember i didn't remember exactly what pray tell said but i know what um candy said she was like i had to be those things because mm-hmm. when i walked through the door that was the first thing people seen yeah so there was nothing else that i could be sure I but to like, just own real. that right just to own that loud black femme energy
0: mm-hmm. yes claps to her miss mm-hmm. thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> um then she spoke with uh angel yeah um and you know she gave her words of encouragement um, to know you know not uh, not have the peers in her back pocket you know like okay. be more than just a sex worker miss thing you know you got this whole modeling thing uh, going for you like don't don't keep tricking. Um, and not that tricking shit, <laughs> right? Um, then she speaks with Lulu, her like her like sort of compadre, her ferocity compadre, right? But
1: after Lulu had like the huge breakdown mm-hmm. in the fucking ca- mm-hmm. funeral home,
0: hilarious. Uh, Lulu, mm. Lulu's like, oh my God. And then she's like stealing stuff off of Candy's <laughs> body at the wake. My fucking bro you yeah. that bitch. But it, it said, it seemed as though like uh, Lulu, that they weren't actually Lulu's and Candy's like, half that stuff wasn't actually even <laughs> yours. Like, <laughs> come on. Um, Shifty bitch. But then um, they, you know, they, they do end, end up getting to sort of the good times and reminiscing on some right. of the good times that they they did have. Um, and then we spoke, we got to see Candy's parents, uh, who showed up to The Wake. Um, and the mom, um, misgendered Candy right off the bat and was like, you know, uh, it's a he and all this stuff. Um, and, uh, but the dad was very, the dad seemed to be a lot more compassionate and respectful of, of Candy's, uh, femininity and all that stuff. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, and you know, I think a thing with this is that so many, um, Families, you know, mm-hmm. because this is a thing that happens. For sure. Um, you know, so many families don't get the opportunity to, you know, say something to their child or their sibling or whatever, their family member, mm-hmm. after they're being slain. And so I kind of liked that the show sort of made the decision to, you know, if if one of these trans people could come back, if the family could speak to, um, you know, the slain person, what would they say? Right. You know, after having rejected them, like, For so many years. you know, um, what would they say? And, and so I'm glad that they kind of uh, broached that um, subject.
1: I was. Did, but did you wonder why Electra didn't get one?
0: That that is a good question. Like her house mother, her, right? Her, her mother. house mother, like
1: her first mom. I was like, how? Do, like mm-hmm. I wanted to hear that story.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. But I mean, mm. as we've seen later in this episode and the and the subsequent ones, Candy's kind of still around,
1: right? Right. <laughs> so did she even die? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Oh, and then one thing I uh, wanted to say is, yeah. uh, Candy was like. Um, speaking to her mom, mm-hmm. she was like, you were my gateway to the feminine. Um, and you know, sort of talking about, you know, uh, how she'd always try on her wigs and all that stuff. You were, you were is. my gateway to that. You know, I thought that you were kind of down with it. Um, and that was, um, something that kind of resonated with me just because I was home recently. I was in South Florida recently, yes. um, with the family and all that stuff. And, um, frankly, when I'm at home, uh, I don't talk about ballroom what? at all. Period. It's um, <laughs> crazy. Um, it, it's not a sub like I. I mean, I don't hide it or anything. Nice. Okay, but um, it's still not a subject that's brought up ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why. Um, it, it's partly my just awkwardness. Yeah, but. Uh, in a sense, I'm kind of like, because my mom has been such a, a, a fuel for performance art energy and all that stuff, Yeah, you know, throughout my life. Like, the only reason I basically do things in performance is because of my mom. Oh, my. Um, and so, you know, ballroom right now is really kind of just the iteration of that performance at, sure. at this point in my life. And so it's because of my mom, basically, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm uh, that's one of the reasons that, you know, I'm doing this yeah. or one of the reasons that has led me to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a, it's a little bit of a conundrum to me, like why I, I just hope in her mind, because it's like kind of like a un, don't talk, don't ask, don't tell, if you will. Um, okay. It's a little bit of a conundrum as to why, you know.
1: I get it like I don't like I show I show my grandmother like like recently I was with my grandmother on Sunday and I showed her like my clip but I realized like it was hard for me to explain what I do in ballroom mm-hmm. to her and she was just like okay like this is it and I'm yeah just like but you really like it's like you you don't get it yeah but also doesn't seem like you're trying to understand it. <laughs> Give it to me but um it's like a really odd I don't know it was super odd because it was like okay so I'm trying to tell you about like how this part of my life is like a passion of mine mm-hmm. But, like, you don't understand the severity. And it's, like, I can't even explain. Like, I was, like, okay, so this is a competition. And right. This is a dance oh, crew. Oh, and I was, God. like, I, just, <laughs> I was like, okay. So I can get, like, I mean, my dad gets it, uh-huh. which is dope. But yeah. outside of my father, like, no one else in my family really gets it. So I I do not talk to them in length about ballroom.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Explaining ballroom to, you know, cis, pe- cis street people is is quite the task. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel like at this point I, I've kind of got it down just because I've had to do it so much, yeah. but <laughs> I, right,
1: so boom, we slam our backs. Right. The <laughs>
0: That's what it gives. Um, but but yeah, it, it's quite the task, you mm. know, trying to explain ballroom and that it's more than just voguing and all that stuff to <sighs> people. That's what it has to be. It's more than just voguing. Right. <laughs> it's okay. f- First of all, it's more than just voguing. Okay, period. <laughs> yeah. First
1: of all, a category that I'm walking is like for $10,000. Yeah, not and work. it's
0: not voguing. <laughs> it's not voguing.
1: Okay, fuck.
0: Um, and then, um, oh, and so then, mm. um, uh, Pray Tell says that we're now going to have this new category at the Balls called Candy Sweet Refrain, yes. which is going to be a lip-syncing category in honor of the late-grade Candy, Ferocity. Ferocity. Um, and then Candy gets her little lip-sync.
1: You know the moment.
0: Yeah, she gets her moment <sighs> in the form of uh, lip-syncing Never Knew a Love Like This Before by Stephanie Mills. Amazing. Um, Which was lovely.
1: I live for the eighty and early 90s aesthetic of like Black, perf- black women performers with that glitter in their hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I could get that. I don't
0: know how. <laughs> Continue though. You know. I got some glitter upstairs. Maybe we can figure have, something out. I have
1: glitter in my hair, but I don't know how they like. I
0: don't know. Sorry. Get the she. I feel it's the lighting. Yeah, it's
1: the sheer like this like sheen's <clears throat>
0: glitter. It's the lighting. It's I the feel light like it's the shine. lighting and the hairspray. Fuck. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna figure it out one day. Continue though. Um, and then we go back to the Evangelista house uh, yeah. for the last um, scene, and Praetel starts taking the AZT. Herman Blanca, like, cheer it. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. cute. It was lovely. And then our, our ending uh, quote for that episode uh, was Gays have rights, lesbians have rights, men have rights, women have rights, even animals have rights. How many of us have to die before the community recognizes that we are not expendable? Um, and that was by Octavia Saint Laurent. The legend. The legend, the legendary icon. The legendary icon of the house of S-
1: Lee Saint Laurent.
0: Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent. Um, and so then, yeah, just moving uh, right along into episode five, frankly. Let's turn the fucking page. <laughs> okay. Um, call, entitled What Would Candy Do? <laughs>
1: WWC WWCD WWCD. Okay,
0: Um, and we start with this newscast, just sort of talking about the popularization of Vogue in in nineteen ninety. Madonna's Vogue. All the
1: women lined up from the YMCA. Right, right, right. Sorry, the girl from Staten Island. Like, I take the boat over, (laughs) and my husband orders pizza, (laughs) so I can come here to the Y and learn how to Vogue.
0: Okay, wait. So I've okay. I don't want to sound. Ignorant, but <laughs> <laughs> here we go.
1: Yeah, <laughs> ignorance isn't a bad thing.
0: What um, where I guess is Scarsdale? Oh, Be- th- do you know? Is it yeah, lo- it's like Yonkers area? Oh, oh. okay. Because I <laughs> okay, I <was> like- <laughs> I've heard it mentioned several times. Okay, yeah. is it like a ritzy area? Because people are always like Scarsdale. I mean, it's where people with money go to live in the burbs. Oh, I see. Okay, of the city. got it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, Rochelle- Mmm, Scarsdale Scarsdale. Scarsdale.
0: Scarsdale. There was a Scarsdale reference in Rent. Yes, um, yes. Uh, wait, how'd you learn how to tango or something like that? At the Scarsdale Jewish Community Center with the <laughs> rabbi's daughter or something like yes, that.
1: <laughs> the Tango
0: Maureen. Right, yes. the Tango Maureen. America's okay, richest town. Oh. What? a lot of top for its schools, property taxes, and pricey real estate. Wow, oh, well, there Scarsdale. we
1: go. That means it's probably pretty high in heroin, too. Works,
0: Scarsdale. <laughs> Goes hand in hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Scarsdale. <laughs>
0: Come on. That's dope, though. Okay. Um. And so uh, then we go to the YMCA Vogue class taught by Damon. Damon's, of course, been teaching these uh, Vogue classes. And at the end of the class, a mm-hmm. scout basically comes up to him and is like, hey you know, I came here for you. I didn't come to take this class. I'm looking for people because they're auditioning for Madonna's Blonde Ambition Tour. Oh, my
1: God. I thought she was going to ask him to be an escort for her. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. And I was like, oh, where is this going? But then, dope. I was like, yes, yes. Okay, Blonde Ambition Tour. Let's do it. Right.
0: Mm. Um and then so then we go at a back and forth between the Evangelista house and the Windor house mm. because uh Ricky has also been approached by a scout sexy to ass. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Has also been approached by a scout to audition for the tour as well and so it's going back and forth Damon and Ricky um uh getting getting ready for this.
1: Right, right. And then it also like I feel like in that back and forth that you know it shows the um the two sides of motherhood between Blanca Mm, and um, Electra. Very good point. Right. Like, I'm not going to like sugarcoat anything for you. Hands him like a rack, Mm -hmm. you know, then Blanca's like, all right, let's get like 50 bucks out. But you know, you know, Damon's going to do amazing. We love him so much. Let's hug him. I love that. The different
0: approaches to motherhood. Okay, the juxtaposition.
1: Right. (laughs) Of what is motherhood? (laughs) It was pretty cute.
0: Definitely, definitely. And then there was a little bit of toiling, Mm. um, uh, by Damon's part, as to like, oh my god, I can't believe like you know, um, Ricky just is so like got over this so easily. Right. Like I gave my heart and all this stuff to him, but he's my
1: whole, my heart.
0: Right. (laughs) But he he's just over it apparently. (laughs) Um. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, then the, the next scene, they go to the new school for dance, um, where where basically uh, Damon is asking uh, Helena, the, the teacher, um, yeah, the teacher administrator lady um, about this opportunity, tells her about the opportunity and is like, I need I want your permission, basically, mm-hmm. you know, to go do this. And uh, then uh, she gives him uh, her blessing. And right. then uh, but he promises to come back after finishing his degree after Cute. or f- come back to finish his degree after the tour is over. One semester. Um Then we go back to the back and forth with the Evangelista and Wintour house. Mm. Um, the boy, uh, both houses are getting their boys ready for this audition. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, the they are they are giving them money, like money, you said. Haircuts, facials, um, and uh, what's her name? Electra was like, "Do you still carry a torch for Damon?" Yes. <laughs> like how dramatic is <laughs> yeah. she?
1: Yeah. She's uh, <laughs> like, oh, "Do you still
0: <laughs> carry a torch?" And uh, Dave Diamond. Ricky's like, um, "He's ancient history." Right. Um, why are you lying I know right why are you lying mm-hmm. why are you always lying stop playing my
1: face Kia <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, then we go to we finally get to the Blonde Ambition Tour audition okay and that scene was uh, interesting because was there were some Labejas in there. Aye. Rich Beja was in there. Shout out to Rich. Shout out to Rich. Um Karma, Karma. was in there. Um, Michael
1: th- uh, Mulan was in there too. Milan
0: so- right that Mul- oh, Is that his name Michael Milan? Mm-hmm. Okay. So shout yeah, out he to was Michael. Shout out to him. Do you know her? I yeah. Okay. I don't really know her like that.
1: Um when I when I
0: <laughs> well, oh. I thought I was
1: gonna be a Milan. Uh
0: yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, right. You did uh mm. flirt with the Milans a little bit. It right? was a cute
1: moment, yeah. But then like he also he's also from Holland, so like mm. it was good like t- to report, like, hey oh my god, we know the same people, let's be friends. And you know, I it's like, hey girlfriend, hey girlfriend, right. shout out to you, girl.
0: Shout outs to you, girl. You I did your you. thing. All right, boo
1: <laughs> Come on, old <all> way.
0: <laughs> um Oh, and honestly just seeing that that audition sort of scene yeah. uh, reminded me of I don't know if you remember like a year and a half ago they were doing a Truvada um, (laughs) audition, a Mm. Truvada commercial audition. And me and some of the other Marcies like Will Yao, we all went to that audition.
1: I'm fucking it up.
0: <laughs> we were like, we were doing something. <laughs> <laughs> they had us read a line, and then we had to like freestyle Vogue a little bit. And now seeing the the commercials on TV, I'm like, I auditioned for that. And I'm like, I, I, I remember that line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Truvada. Yeah. Pill a day. Exactly. I'm gagging. Hey,
0: I'm on the pill, but not bir- <laughs> I'm not talking about birth control or something like that. It was giving that. <laughs> (laughs)
1: Yo, oh my god Okay, next part Right I'm screaming
0: (laughs) Uh, Then again, back to the Evangelista Wintour Back and forth Ricky and Damon both get callbacks Boom And then we go to Chris's loft And we remember Chris from Mm. the the guy that basically ignited the breakup between Damon and Ricky Just an
1: angry butch queen An angry butch queen, really Jesus
0: So we go to his like little loft His like crappy loft somewhere Um, And uh Him and Ricky get into the fight. Him and Ricky get into a fight. And uh, while Damon is getting ready, uh, wait, is Damon getting ready? Oh, no. It, sorry, it's, it's Ricky. I always of- get them mixed up.
1: <laughs> two two, two brown-skinned bush queens who are really handsome in Vogue. <laughs> it's just so confusing. So,
0: yeah, Ricky, is he's getting ready for the Vogue Fem category. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is also when they sort of bring in Vogue Femme as a category at Balls.
1: That was, yes. When he said, you know, this Butch queen Vogue Femme category, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like,
1: oh, about to get hot. I was like, this is shit. <laughs> and then they just came out doing old way again. I was like, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and yeah, he's, uh, Damon or Ricky is like, I made a mistake ending things with Damon. Mm. Um, like, fuck
1: you, nigga. You ain't shit.
0: Get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out. Um... And then we go to backstage at the ball.
1: Wait, you guys! I'm so sorry. I'm looking oh. at the bullets of Jabari's notes. It literally says some random law.
0: <laughs> That's where that, those are my. <laughs> 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 that was the location of uh, that was Chris's apartment, basically. Yeah. Some random. I was like, "Where is this?" Because we <laughs> hadn't seen the. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, totally fine. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, shit. Continue.
0: Um, then we go to backstage <laughs> at the ball, where Electra <laughs> is basically trying to get the tours to. Uh, sort of take out a hit on um, Damon. Damon. She was crazy. Yeah, she literally wanted them to throw a hammer on his foot, you know, to injure him uh, with Candy's hammer.
1: I thought she was going to be buried with the hammer. Truth be oh, told. they should have done that, <laughs> right. honestly. If she pulled it out. I fell the fuck out. Uh, w- she's a W-W-C-D. <laughs> what would Candy do?
0: And now it's funny <laughs> that they named the episode that, like, based on, like, this, pre- this premise that was, like, so weird, like, Electra wanting to put a hit out on Damon with a hammer. This is fucking Um, crazy. Anyways, Mm. um, then they go to the ball scene. um, And Lamar, um, our good girlfriend, uh, uh, Jason, extravaganza, do your thing, girl. (laughs) Tells the evangelistas, the evanjas, as I shorthanded in my (laughs)
1: notes. (laughs) Right. Yes. I love the notes.
0: Tells the evanjas about Electra's hit. And, um, you know, Blanca basically, uh, ethically forces Electra to call off the hit um and but then you see this slight smirk through it like you know mm. they have this little toil but then it's like okay I love you I, love yeah, you. I, I right. still love you
1: beach. I still love you bitch <laughs> oh,
0: um and the, oh and then we also had a little bit uh, at the ball scene during the brief there was a brief stoking of the flames with Poppy and Angel oh, sexy ass. Mm-hmm. Mm. that was
1: really cute I was like so what's gonna happen
0: right I don't We I don't, gotta see, we gotta wait. Stop playing in my face, Kia. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Brief smoking flames. All right, right. Um then we we saw, yeah, the panel and Kelly Mizza was on the panel. Wait, is she a Mizza? What Kelly was on the panel. <laughs> 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 I don't know, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly was on the panel. My auntie Egypt Labeja yes. was on the panel, miss thing. Okay. Was that pretty Lon Vin too? Was that was that pretty Lanvin? I thought that was pretty. Oh shit. probably was. I thought that was pretty. Um and so yeah then she looked pretty. <laughs> right, no, she did look pretty. Mm-hmm. And pretty is pretty. Right. I mean it's it's a fitting name, frankly. Facts. <laughs> uh, and then they go, yeah, they go to Butch, Fien- Butch Queen Vogue Femme at the ball. Mm. We saw Jamal Milan voguing femme. Shout out to the Milans. Shout um out, we out. saw uh Damon uh uh Evangelista voguing femme. We saw Ricky Wintour voguing femme. Yeah. Um and da- uh, Damon won grand prize that night. Cuts the fuck on up, it was cute. Um Turns page. Turns page. Um, and yeah, it's it's a new category in, in Ballroom, uh, sort of in, the, the way they're showing it is that this is when it came about. Right. And like, it looked like that, you know? But also, if you look at some of those old Vogue film clips, like, mm. it's not, what voguing is today, obviously, but it it was a lot, you know, uh, more unpolished. It was a lot less polished. For sure. Um, And it was, like, a lot less about dancing and a lot more about just, like, being femme, you know? You know, it was kind of just, like at its essence like a femme queen just like feeling really femme with a beat playing in the background a butch queen
1: voguing like a feminine. queen <laughs> yeah. that's literally what it was yeah and you know yeah. that's what it
0: comes from you know the, these butch queens you know were, were trying to sort of embody the effemininity mm-hmm. or the femininity of the, the fem queens that they saw um, okay which is
1: I think it's beautiful
0: definitely definitely
1: yeah, shit is hot. Sorry. <laughs>
0: and then uh, Damon and Ricky had this talk. That's kind of nice. Like, okay, we're setting the t- this platonic tone mm. um, or whatever. And but uh, Ricky then lets him know that he did break up with Chris. Um, but Damon tells him, Listen, you know, nigga. you gotta you gotta learn to stand on your own two feet. Like, I'm in a good place right now, basically. Like, you need to get
1: your shit together. Stop drinking. Right. He's trying to take somebody home. The girl calls him a mess. Yeah, she was like, "Ah, uh, uh get away from me." That's me. That's me when I'm at the club. And then someone's like, Yo, "Can I talk to you?" I'm like, "No." Uh, yeah, you smell like you smell weird. <laughs>
0: Just get away from Just me, please. From
1: so, um, yeah.
0: But then they have a longing embrace at the end of that. It's, it's so cute. it's so bittersweet, right? Because <sighs> we know, we know, we know how bad it is. We know how bad it is. It's mm. bittersweet. Um, and so then they go uh, outside of the audition. Um, um space. Uh, right. So this is catching back up on the sort of audition uh uh storyline, if you mm-hmm. will. And uh neither of them get the blonde ambition tour. Fuck them. <laughs> but the scout comes out again and is like, we're uh, rebooting this show or whatever. Um solid gold. Thank you.
1: I was like I was like look, I was looking at the notes, is that in the name?
0: Oh, in? Yes. <laughs> yeah, solid gold 90 or whatever, and they want Damon and Ricky to be, or to audition for it. Right. And so then Damon and Ricky go and meet with the producer, and Damon's like, okay, well, here's the thing, you gotta take both of us, and the producer's like, yeah, that's like... <laughs> are you dumb?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, are you dumb? Yeah. Get in here. <clears throat> right, and then we go into the Salago Go montage, which was beautiful. I was even surprised that, like, Ricky and Damon They had like their own little solo mm-hmm. And I was like mm, On no national television Yeah Y'all doing it out here Right Okay And then the black girl Was fucking it up Yes Even at the yes. voting part. I was like yo She's really holding their own that was beautiful. Them leaving the um, the, like the stage space, hoping that it was going to be like taking off the new series. It was gonna be cute. The um, the beautiful girl like walks away, mm-hmm. and then like Damon and Ricky are there,
0: mm-hmm. just like Ricky's like, please, right? Ricky wants him back, right? right. I'm ready, just you, baby. Mm-hmm. Like
1: Damon's like, no, no, boo, boo, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> take it, take it. I can't I can Um,
0: he's like, yeah, we could start over, and um. And and his response is like uh, D- Damon's response is like friends, and you know holds out that hand. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. and then yeah, and Ricky's just like taking it, just like
0: just, I like, mean, he like, has to like I right. mean, it's no, it's like no shade, but it's like you know, this is
1: what you, this is where we're at, this is where we're at, not.
0: right? This is what it's gonna be, and so that's how we end that episode. So it was kind of an episode that was kind of building the the Damon and Ricky storyline a little For bit. Sure.
1: Oh, give me the quote. Give me the quote, Jabbar. Give me the quote.
0: Uh, It was an Alvin Ailey quote.
1: Mm, The icon.
0: The icon. Uh, Mm. I am trying to show the world that we are all human beings and that color is not important. What is important is the quality of our work. Snaps. Snaps. Snappies. And then uh, going into our final uh, recap... Ivan, Ivan, <laughs> <laughs> love. It. Shine bright like
1: Ivan, <laughs> yes. Ivan. So, uh, f- okay, so yeah, we made it into the final segment, you guys. Yes, wait, Doug, please play it once. <laughs> Ivan, 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 <laughs> Ivan.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. The house of
1: the house of. Okay. Um. So, now- so
0: episode six <laughs> <laughs> loves in need of love today. Okay. Um, so at the beginning of that, and this uh, episode just came out last night, Miss Thing. Okay. Um, I, wait, did, uh, so where, you said you watched it during school today? Yeah, I watched oh, it okay. during, yeah. during class. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. I was just looking like in the back. When did you watch it, huh? I watched it last night at Rosemont. Uh, <laughs> I watched it last night at Rosemont, Miss Thing. I was not
1: coming. Adam was like, please come. And I was like, no, I'm tired of it. I want to stand <laughs> and watch this fucking show.
0: This Honestly, fucking there bar. were seats last night. You could have oh. sat down, but... <laughs> But it building. was cute though. Yeah. Monster came out. Yeah. Ivan or not Ivan. Uh, Adam was there. Okay, okay,
1: okay. Ivan, <laughs> Ivan. <I'm...
0: laughs> um freaking um who else? Uh, Nick. Nick came out. Okay, come Nick on, Malibu. Boo.
1: Also Another LaBeja performed there. <gasps> Gia LaBeja performed. Gia. My
0: good sis, Gia LaBeja. Okay, okay, And I live, and she uh, did a drag uh, performance or whatever, and I live for it. Come on, Gia. Um, she was all up in a very traditional Indian, you know, girl drag. Mm. And I was living for it. Um uh, it was just amazing, frankly. That's and she, she's like about. very, like she is a professional, uh, traditional Indian dancer and all that That's stuff. Insane. So she knows her shit. So like it was legit mm. Indian dance and it was just amazing. That's
1: what I need.
0: Um, but yeah, so we opened up episode six uh, with a ball scene. With a ball scene. Um, and Pratel passes out. Mm. Uh, and we could see it coming, you know. Just <laughs> we could see it coming, and but then he eventually takes the tumble. Yeah. They go to the hospital. They're trying to figure out what's going on. All this bruising over his body. It's like the doctor's like, "He got low platelets and I all this stuff," and they
1: no idea what that means.
0: But... <laughs> right? yes. <yeah, Stop. laughs> no, honestly, um, who I was who? I, my friend, who I was at uh, watching the show last night, he like leaned over. He's like, "Wait, should I know what like low platelets means? Like, should I know what that's supposed to be?" Um,
1: wait, was that Nick who said that?
0: No, it was my friend Matt. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah I, was like, I feel like Nick would like. Oh, I even know what platelets are <laughs> <laughs> sorry yes yes continue oh my god
0: um and so yeah they they uh, deduce that it's a uh, low plate low platelets and low and internal bleeding because of the azt ACT. medication and then it, when i uh, saw that i was like oh my god blanca must feel so like um
1: same, and Dr. Kubrak.
0: Right, they must feel so, what's the uh, word? Um, guilty. Guilty, guilty is the word I was <laughs> thinking. <laughs> they must feel so guilty, you know, because they were the ones who obviously urged him
1: to be on it. Yeah. To be
0: on it. Um, and then, you know, we skip to the uh, Vogue Nail Salon. Vogue where- Nail. <laughs> Wait, what is it?
1: Vogue Nail. Vogue <laughs> um, Nail.
0: And Ms. Norman comes and pays a visit to Blanca, and it's very weird um, because, you know, she's being kind of nice. Um, Mm. (laughs) she's being like kind of nice to nice to the
1: caliber that she can be right right exactly it's
0: very that like um, and she's like, "Oh, you got these fly these AIDS cabaret flyers. You're gonna turn people away, basically, is what she's saying." Right. Um, and then she talks a little bit about um, how everyone has been affected, even she has been affected by uh, the AIDS epidemic. You know, through uh, uh, friends and and family a members, her cousin
1: who died from like skin cancer, quote
0: unquote skin cancer, Girl. um, and all that stuff. And uh, then we go back to the hospital, uh, Praytel, and uh, we uh, meet this roommate of uh, Praytel's. name's Louis. Um, mm. And Praytel does this sort of exchange with him. And he's like, oh, I thought I knew all the queens and all this stuff. And the guy's like, I'm a college-educated man. I'm not a queen.
1: Girl, yo. I. I so I didn't watch this part. At school. I watched this part going over the Brooklyn Bridge on the train this morning. Okay. And I after he said that, and I, I seen your bullshit, is this guy gay? This guy was definitely gay. Uh-huh. I looked out into the water and I was like, I am tired of like this mm. happens so much in the community. Mm. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not with that gay shit or like right. yeah, I'm above that because I am educated. I'm very much like, it's, it's weird how, like, a lot of straight, I mean, a lot of straight, a lot of cis gay black men yeah. disseminate into this, like, c- cis heterosexual narrative. Yeah. That sense, I'm educated and I'm empowered. I'm above being a queen. And, like, bitch, who the fuck are you?
0: Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so that's... that's I, And, I thing. mean, I mean I feel like this was kind of the example of that. Because yeah. he's in the hospital, you know, uh, with pneumonia. Like, right,
1: you're just like me. Yeah. And it uh. wasn't just pneumonia. He also is HIV well, positive. Well, yeah, yeah, but, HIV yeah, positive. Right. Um, so like I think that was that was a really good way to show. That it's like okay, sure you're an educated black man and I'm a queen, but we're both in here for the same
0: reason, right? Okay, um, that was cute. And I think and they're they're been sort of similar themes with that even like thinking back to like Electra like thinking mm, that you know that, she's that she, a, above everything and like passable. not with all this um, you know low class ballroom shit she's a fab girl or whatever right. um,
1: now she's murdering people and having cocoons in her
0: <laughs> yeah so look where you at now bitch look where you at now bitch <laughs> um, so then uh, Lewis goes on to uh, have a, a, a fatal heart attack and dies that sucks uh, it does suck educated black man mm. right um, and um but then, And then Prey is, like, uh, sedated. Uh, he's given, like, a shot because he, he's sort of, like, being violent. Mm. Um, but then he goes into these various dream states. And, again, the show sort of takes this kind of otherworldly, very creepy. Where are we? Yeah, where are we, <laughs> Synthesizer, like. Synthesizer, non-synthesizer yeah.
1: moments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and so we get we have a visit from Candy now mm. uh, as Prey Tell is in this sort of dream state in the hospital. Right. Um, and she makes mention that you know she's up there with uh, all these people who have died from all these famous people that have died from AIDS it was and, beautiful and uh, she makes mention that like I prefer to you you choose your own that's my heaven you choose your own or something yeah. I prefer to be with people that understand me Liberace, Perry
1: Ellis mm-hmm. all these people
0: that uh, died of AIDS
1: I'm wearing Perry Ellis underwear today actually
0: oh wow I'm wearing the uh, cologne yeah what? wow no I'm kidding oh man that was crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> continue I'm sorry um, um and so yeah, we then fi- so basically we find out that candy had AIDS, yeah, um, she didn't die from complications of AIDS, but uh, she did have it and was living with AIDS,
1: right. She said people treat you differently when they know you have it, so that's why they haven't n- never told
0: anyone right right mm. um, and so you know, then uh, candy tries to get pratel, she's like trying to conjure him <laughs> to the to the like dark side, the side of the the dead, um, and she's like, just take these pills <laughs> right <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, she wants him to commit suicide and just be like, it'll be over soon, it'll blah, blah, okay. blah. And, you know, honestly, as I'm thinking about it now, I feel yeah. like that thought just like, you know, with people that are have these chronic il- illnesses, like yeah, that's probably like a very real thing. You're like sitting in the hospital, you know, it's like, should I just l- like let go? Should I just let go of all this or, you know, should I fight or should I let go? Um, so. Should I
1: stay or should I go? <laughs> no, but that's real. I have to believe it.
0: Um, and then we sort of go into this uh, another this second sort of dream state, this next dimension where uh Pray Tell gets a visit from um his mother's uh ex boyfriend yeah. who uh sexually assaulted Preytel when he was. 12. Uh, 12 years old at the earliest mm. um, and Pretel was like you said you loved me and they sort of had their reckoning and, yeah. and back and forth
1: You said he was like you seduced me right right I was
0: like what? What? how does a 12 year old seduce a grown man I'm sure
1: 12 year olds can't even spell the word seduce <laughs> no I can <laughs> S-E-D-U-C-E never mind Oh, yeah, totally got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was, I'm smart. I'm in college. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and then the next visit that um, Pratel gets is from Costas. Yes. Um, his, his former lover who mm. uh, died at, in season one. In season one. Um, from AIDS. Um, and Costas, you know, it's just a cute little visit from him. Costas takes Praetel to uh, the cabaret, quote unquote. I'm doing mm. air quotes. Um, to the cabaret. And then we see Pratel don this very, like, uh campy outfit. like outfit jacket. jacket with this huge, weird campy what was, what train was on the train. some like light up stuff and like tool. Okay. it was very like campy and kind of weird.
1: I, I, you know what I thought it was and I, I, I at first I was like, yes, these are the bags of the items of all the people who died in this building. like you know I'm like when like when you go to a hospital and they give you like a plastic bag yeah. of belongings in. I thought it was that. I was oh. like, wow, that's so heavy. Wow. And then it wasn't that. And, wasn't that. and I was like, oh.
0: Okay. <laughs> Honestly, they need to hire you on their freaking like, <laughs> to be one of their stylists so you can, like, make those connections for them. I
1: just need to be a conceptual artist, creative director. Come
0: on. Please. Please. Um, pose. <laughs> Ryan Murphy now. <laughs> Get my sis Vin on your show. Genovia? No, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> um, and so then, yeah. um, Praytel performs "The Man That Got Away" by mm. Julie G- Judy Garland. Yes, um, and that is sort of the end of that dream, uh, that dream long dream sequence. Mm. Then we go to the Evangelista house. Evangelista, mm-hmm. <coughs> and Blanca's going through it, trying to set up this cabaret um, in Praytel's stead, um, yeah. because this was Praytel and Blanca's project. But Praytel being under the weather and she all that stuff, all she has to take it all on. Um, and uh, she's disrupted by them celebrating in the the, uh, the Evangelista kids celebrating in the other room because Angel's got this other modeling campaign and all that stuff. But uh, Blanca is dealing with the guilt um, mm-hmm. of urging Preteal to take the AZT, but now uh, him being direly uh, sick because of it. That's crazy. Um, uh, and okay, so then we go to the hospital, and it's the day of the cabaret. And, um, pray tell sort of, they, they, pray tell and Blanca have their reckoning about, you know, because yeah, pray or Blanca was one of the people that urged him to take the AZT. Right, she's like, I'm
1: sorry. And she's like, you know what? You have a right to be mad. And like, I have a right to be mad, but mm-hmm. you can't be mad at me. Yeah. Okay. Like, this isn't my fault.
0: Yeah, this definitely. Is real. Um, like th- this is kind of like, y- you basically had to do this, you know? Right.
1: Like, this is it. Like, th- like what else can we do? Mm-hmm. And really think about it, it's like how, like, how, like, like, people fought so hard for this drug and then like mm-hmm. imagine when those people who fought super hard for this drug and then you get it and then your body like Ugh. is destroyed by it yeah. on top of being destroyed by hiv and aids
0: like, yeah no nah. it must be so difficult mm. um but then you know blanca blanca it sort of takes a se- i feel like blanca sort of takes a step outside of her typical zone of being like very very nurturing all the time 100 of the time for she's sure. like Well, you got 10 minutes. Put some cologne on um, and, you know, get out there because the show's about to start. Let's
1: fucking go. Yeah.
0: Um, And so then they go to the cabaret room. It's the day of the cabaret, the long-awaited cabaret. Mm. uh, With numbers from everyone, Dr. Kubrick gets up and performs Sometimes It Snows in April by Prince. That was cute. With Damon, Ricky, and Lulu as backup singers, Um, Ms. Norman Frederica performs "I'm Still Here" by Stephen Sondheim.
1: One of my favorite songs. Stephen Sondheim is a great, great musical. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Continue. No, (laughs) continue. We're almost at the end, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, I'm
1: musical screenplay writer, like and like music. Okay, sorry.
0: She's a fan of Sondheim, y'all. Yeah. Um, And yeah, Blanca's kind of gagging, you know, because Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, she was so mean to me. Now she wants to be my friend and all this stuff. All this
1: money. Right. Dominique even performed, Dominique actually even
0: performed. Yeah. She gave, um, uh, what did, uh. Wow, you didn't write it down. No, I did. Sooner or later. Madonna's (laughs) sooner or later. Um, but yeah, so when Ms. Norman was uh, performing, we find out that, um, we cut to the nail salon where this has actually been a ploy the whole time, time. And, um, Ms. Norman's, uh, Folks at the head of her son mm-hmm. are are emptying and locking up the nail salon,
1: boarding it up, getting rid of all that shit.
0: Um, and this actually mirrors uh, a historic. And I ha- have no idea slash kind of doubt that Whoa. this is what it was. Um, Play
1: this knowledge on me, homie.
0: But there was a a. Um, city or there was a town development in historic West Palm Beach mm. that was um, inhabited by black people. Mm. And there was one time when a bunch of like sort of wealthy and white people um, staged a carnival type event for them to all go to. Oh, I'm screaming! And then while everyone was there, they burned the city down.
1: Shut the fuck up!
0: Yeah, I think it was called oh. the the sticks or something like that. I looked that up. It's crazy. But that's one of those like history of South Florida things mm. um, that you don't hear. I think it was actually so flow, Yeah, I and so yeah, that that's kind of one of those things that this reminded me of.
1: Is that what you guys call? I'm sorry, SoFlow?
0: I call it so flaw, so flow. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that's the thing. It's, yeah no, it's <laughs> I've seen
1: you hashtag, and I was like, so so, yeah. So, yeah, flaw, so,
0: so, so flaw, so flow, um yeah, it, it's better written for sure it it looks nice.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: I'm sorry um. And the, I, I thought it was a little bit underwhelming, sort of the reveal that this was all a ploy. Like, you yeah, just. Yeah, like
1: it just cut, like, let's go out for dinner. Okay, thanks. Next scene. Yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck?
0: Yeah, like, that like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I she
1: was like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I needed her to really get. I mean, hey, I guess, like, I guess, like, being, being. Um, a minority of like a person of color and a trans person it's like mm-hmm. i guess like there was no time for her to feel like shocker she's like well this is my everyday life
0: People yeah are fucking me over all the time right. right maybe that's what it gives
1: i hope so because that, that was that was <laughs> shit to me okay <laughs>
0: Um, no, man. Um, so then we go to the Evangelista house where the Evangelistas are giving uh buttered another butter diet, oh, but um, for, for uh, a better reason, you know, to flush out the AZT from right. his system and to help him put on some more weight. Mm. Um, they're giving him buttered noodles and buttered croissant, croissant rolls. Croissant. Um, and um, we find out that Blanca has filed a lawsuit with the New York City Housing Authority. Ready to fuck her up. Um, yeah, ready to stand for her rights. And then she's also um, staged a protest with her newfound friends at ACT UP. Yeah. To uh, go to the nail salon and protest outside of it, and uh, that is where we go um, for the next, uh, the second to last scene. Right. You know. Where it's, yeah, go go go. It, it, we're at the nail salon. Um, everyone's outside. Um, all the ballroom girls show up.
1: It gave me chills though, because I like when, like, when seeing Lulu walk up, she was just like, Oh, we're fucking here. Like, mm-hmm. her she's like, no, no, fuck that. She's a crook. And I was like, Yes, 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 yes. yes.
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. It was is, beautiful. Is that what you were like? Uh, yeah, I was. In like, class? I, like,
1: I was in the back, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> my teacher's like, What the fuck? And I'm like, Sorry, professor. Um, but it was, it was really dope because, like, the first wave of people I seen were all like, trans woman mm-hmm. and i was like yes like we're all out here supporting this sister and then mm-hmm. it was everybody else in the community even Dom, even electro came and I was like, that's beautiful
0: yeah so but, but you know she like came in and looked. she's like i want this this needs to be seen you mm, know mm,
1: <laughs> me for sure i'm wearing the same outfit i'm wearing today probably on friday i like this too much <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah and then the final scene is uh at pray Tell's house mm. pray Tell's getting ready for um a bed yes He's Q-tipping his ears. <laughs> did you notice how he like Q-tipped his ears? Then he like put the Q-tip in his mouth, and then Q-tipped the other ear. That shit is fucking gross. Do you ever do you ever lick the Q-tip?
1: Oh, I do lick the Q-tip. I don't Q-tip my ears my, my ears anymore though.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's good. That's a good thing,
1: right? But yes. Wait, wait. Did he wait? Did he Q-tip it on one side? It, lick that same? No, side? No, not the same side. The okay. other side. But oh, what cool. does that
0: do for Q-tipping your ears? I have
1: no idea because the because there's oil. The, you know the ear uh, it, so, is oil and the water from the moisture from you your You think sti-
0: they, yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't do that, pray tell. <laughs> maybe that's not the most effective way to Q-tip pray your tell. ears. Right, how about this? <laughs> maybe I mean, maybe you shouldn't be Q-tipping your ears at all, really.
1: Loki, that's the last of my sister's worries. <laughs> like <pray>, serious. <So> <laughs> okay? Yeah, it's a good point. She's going through right now. <sighs>
0: Um, yeah. But then Candy makes another visit mm. to Preteal. Um, the
1: fuck alone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Candy's like, "I'm about to haunt your ass from now on." Um,
1: and he's like, "I'm I'm not leaving." Yeah. I'm he's bleeding. like, "I
0: want to live." You know. Yeah. Candy gives that that uh, another urge to come on, just do it. Come on over come with here. Me. Yeah. Come with me. <laughs> um, but Praetel's like, "No, I want to live." Okay. Um, and then our quote from this um, episode episode is from the American filmmaker, educator, and gay rights activist who who did die of complications of AIDS, Marlon Riggs. Mm. Um, it reads, uh, "It's necessary to constantly remind ourselves that we are not an abomination." Period. Period. End quote. Open parentheses. Period. Close parentheses.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo. And and so that's it for these three episodes of Pose. We really got through it. We did get through it.
1: You guys, we started hey, boy, at like nine forty-five. Really, it was only an hour.
0: Okay. Yeah. No. I'm glad. Like, I feel like yeah. Even though we've been chewing off multiple episodes for these, we've still been doing it in good time.
1: I'm thinking very much so.
0: Yeah. So. Um, that's it so yeah we are your hosts this is Pose for Now I'm Jabari LaBeja
1: he said Pose for Now Jabari did
0: go. I say Pose for Now? yeah uh, okay <laughs> well this is uh, Pose for Me Now Pose for Me now. we're your hosts I'm Jabari LaBeja Anoncio Valenciaga aka Ven
1: we're here with you
0: and uh, that's it we'll see you guys later that's really it see y'all later peace peace